So let's go first game review. Storm versus South. Um, thoughts on the game? Yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, for me, South weren't in the contest for the first 65 minutes. <laughs> then all of a sudden they just came to life. Uh, I thought that that left edge, they just always seemed to be a pass or just a yard off. Mm. I mean, like they could have scored a heap of points the other night. They just, I don't know, it just looks a little bit out of whack compared to where it was last week. They moved Tane Milne to left centre. At uh, the back end of the game, which I thought was a, a really good move. Um, yeah, I, you think like we, we'd been calling that from the first trial. It has to happen. No, yeah, Jackson Paulo is such a good winger, mm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing wrong. Be with a that. gun winger. You, mm. It doesn't mean you're you're a great centre. You know, like I look at the centre on the other side, Campbell Graham, which we've been talking about for a while. So good. good he wasn't player. the best player for South. So I'm not here. Yeah, yeah. agree. Uh, how he isn't getting shifted over to that side, I don't <clears> know. But they they've got to make a change there. Uh, somehow for me um, I think the halfback I've been a big fan of him He's probably under A little bit of pressure Over the next few weeks I've mm. got a tough run But uh, Do you think it helped That uh, Dimitri came out In the, the media And correct me if I'm wrong And said That Milford would have started If this drama didn't happen And Ilias actually wasn't Planned to be started Do you think that Helps or hurts The situation right it now Wouldn't help me that much for free. I, I can't believe I he said a, it. Yeah. yeah, it's a stupid decision. Well, it's just like <laughs> it's like a pointless thing to say. So pointless. It's, it's exactly, and it, it has no weight. He's not there. Like at the end of the day, this is your halfback. Yeah. I doubt you have much depth going on. So, mm. like, get behind the kid, rally behind him mm. at least for now. While there's a bit of frustration, you can see with Walker and his starting form. But we spoke about this before: coaching, man management, buy-in, getting rapport from the playing group. Like, yeah. I get it, putting someone under pressure. But with that Lockie Ilias, just get around the kid. Yeah, I, I um. We spoke about Dimitri in the media, the press conference, and I, I just think that if there's one thing that Rabideau should do with Dimitri right now is get his media savviness mm. A+. Plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that can go so far in alleviating what's happening right now. And by saying, you know, we would have had Milford there, which is, you know, obviously, like, yeah. obviously you would have had Milford there, but that's just a story. Boom. You just gave him a story. There's a whole article about that now. Uh, and it's kind of like last week, there was a whole article about him, you know. Uh, how do you think it would have gone with Reynolds in the side? Um, I just think that, yeah, the, the, the Rabbitohs management, and, and he's a new coach, so we have to remember, he's a rookie as well. Like, he is a rookie. Uh, I, I think the Rabbitohs should really try to work with him. And I'm sure that Dimitri wants to progress as well. Um, or maybe he doesn't give a fuck. Maybe he's like, you know what, this is the way I do things. Um, I agree, though. Unless yeah. you have that strong presence and personality and respects, you definitely don't want to be just throwing your coach in the deep end. <laughs> it's probably yeah. one of the things that he would have taken nothing from Wayne Bennett, the mm. way that he handled it, because he's not Wayne Bennett. He so doesn't different. have the runs on the board. No, yeah. He's just got that aura. You're he can't just... walk in and laugh at them, say nothing and walk exactly, out. Exactly right. Well, he hasn't earned the right like yeah. Wayne did. Wayne does that, you know... When he started, they're going, who's this yeah. fucking clown? Wayne He's and done Bellamy nothing. are your, your monsters, your Brandon Smith, so they can say whatever they want without yeah. really being judged. Because they got the runs on the ball. That's it, and that's it's, it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know we, we spoke about it the other day too. Um, you know, he made some changes to his side, which I, I, I said on my podcast, I would have done a similar thing. I wouldn't have brought Cam Murray off the bench, but I, I would have probably had Jai Arrow off the bench. I, I looked at the Melbourne – and look, it was – Bellamy's 500th, 
first mm. game in Melbourne in two like they were at millions to win that game. I thought before it anyway. I, I didn't mind the idea of bringing some forwards off the bench because Melbourne, you know, they are, on paper they were lacking on their bench as mm. well. So I didn't mind the tactic, but yeah, Cam Murray on the bench is still a. Well, the issue a I have with that, and, I, and I, we spoke about this as well yeah. in the night. The concern I have with that is like, let's say you feel that's the best tactic. I think you have to ask yourself if Cam Murray can start for New South Wales and dominate a game. Why am I putting him on the bench? Like, maybe I'm thinking about this too much and not putting weight enough into Cam Murray needs to start. Because when he came on the ground, they looked like a much better side. But you could argue that first 20 is what really beat the Rabbitohs. That just first 20 of, you know, constant errors. Uh, and Cam Murray would have pretty much locked all that up. Mm. And the, the, from outside looking in, and I understand maybe it was purely tactical, but not only do you start Murray on the bench... To my understanding, uh, Cookie was hooked. Or, or not hooked, but he was rotated off. The game's on the line. And even though Havili came on and played really well, I just think that those two players, what's happening where you can't get the best out of them in their positions the way they've been playing before? Um, now, it's his right to as a coach. Obviously, he has different tactics. But I do see it's round two and already like substantial changes are being made to two key members of your roster it is uh, surprising for sure. I don't know what you thought, but I thought it was very obvious that when Cam Murray was at first receiver ball playing... Changed everything. Changed everything. Mm. Everything looks better off the back, and especially with the frustrations. Ilias is solid, good kicking game, young half. Cody Walker's just got to find his groove and do his thing. But for me, I'm dictating all my attack around Cam Murray. So in that respect, he can't come off the bench. Yeah, I, the first 20, that's where you want Cam Murray out there to... to to do his incredible defensive efforts. Like, you know, he's so good at cleaning up the middle. He just locks it all together. And then you got the attack. So Probably helps I, I can understand what role. he was trying to do, but I think he picked the wrong bloke. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. I, I don't think Cam Murray was the right guy for it. You mentioned too how he plays so much first receiver. Ilias plays. unbelievable. Yeah, but like it, it, when you watch the halfback play, he doesn't cross 50%. Mm. He stays on his yeah, side stays and that's what side. makes it, uh, yeah, it makes it difficult. I mean, once again, credit to Adam Reynolds and you can see now how valuable he was yeah. for me. It is. Uh, I'm just of the mind of they're not in the position to have those tactics. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. they don't have the roster to be able to go, okay, we're going to go 20 minutes without our best player and then hit them where it hurts mm. 20 minutes later. Whereas like a Roosters or, you know, a Storm, they have the roster. Well, the Storm is a little bit um, light at the moment. But say the Roosters, like they've got those top tier rosters where you can kind of like swap things around a little bit to, to impact games. I just think the Rabbitohs with their forward pack, it's already a relatively light forward pack. And when you've got, I think he's the best 13 in the game. And oh, just to clear things up, a few weeks ago, we said, who's the best ball playing lock? And we said, Radley, that doesn't mean we think Radley is the best lock. We're talking about ball playing skills specifically. I, I still think Radley's uh, probably have Radley third at the moment. And then I have Murray and Isaiah Yo like right at the top. Murray, because of his work of body before, Yo's probably in the best form right now But just to clear that up um, Yeah with the Rabbitohs I just think that Roster wise You go out with your best roster mm. And then you work from there I wonder what the thought process was Yeah well, I, that's to I think try he, and back end him or Yeah well, that's, I think he, he wanted to maybe Miss that heavy mm. duty defence Bring him on And really like tear 
the middle apart, which is fair enough. Like that's a tactic. Yeah, it's it's a reasonable tactic. Yeah, the lesson is you're going to end up fourteen nil down if yeah. you if you go down that route. Yeah, I um. But I, I wonder I, if they're yeah. nurturing that, bro. The ball playing of Cameron Murray because it's pretty obvious that Cody Walker's getting pressured, and you can't mm. just do the same thing you were going to do last year. Even though I do still think they had a lot of success on the left. I said to you boys, coach defense was unreal. If you're yeah. watching that from a winger's perspective, compared to last year, his decision making, couple of lucky things, he kicked a ball, he knocked down a ball, but mm. constant decision making, constant pressure. Yeah. Their left side still kind of worked. They still got that good shape on. Yeah. They just didn't really have the success. But Cameron Murray, when he was involved, their edge lit yeah. up. Yeah. I just think that if you ever wanted to know whether it's a game of inches, watch Rabbitohs. Yeah. It was literally their passes <laughs> were an inch off. Yeah. And that's why it's going to sound crazy. But even though they played so poorly, I actually got a lot of positive things for the Rabbitohs out of that game. A, they played like really poorly for 70 minutes, but they were still in the game. Mm. B, the passes aren't going two metres that way. You know, Cody Walker's constantly getting tackled. It's not even making it to him. We're talking like centimetre stuff here. Every single time they dropped the ball, it was a centimetre off being a try. Mm. Uh, so I think Rabbitohs fans, yes, tough loss. Yes, not the best start to the year. But I don't think... It's as dire as some nah, would no say. Way. I think the other thing with that left edge too, you've got to remember that you know AJ played fullback last week. Mm. They got a new left centre. It's Latrell's first game. They actually haven't played a game together, that new left edge. Yeah, so that, that essentially was their first hit out. So mm. plenty of positives. I mean, they're not yeah. far off. And mate, I, honestly, being Bellamy's 500th back in Melbourne with Munster and Grant returning to the side, I gave South next to no hope. Yeah, same. I yeah, thought they'd get well to get within 20 points of them. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a, a quite a substantial win. Uh, for the storm so yeah I, I, what's funny is i actually ran into cody uh sunday anyway on the weekend maybe saturday um and yeah he seems pretty good like he, he yeah. understands that it was an inch here an inch there yeah. and that things were starting to work towards the end uh it's round two i mean think of think of the rabbitohs round two last time they were going all right but then they died off in the middle of the year and everyone was saying oh rabbitohs are done rabbitohs are done even when the troll got injured they were saying rabbitohs are done um so I think it's a real positive that they made 19 errors. 19 errors. Crazy, eh? And they were one field goal away from beating the, the Storm at home. First, first home game in forever mm. and Bellamy's 500. Now, the Storm probably didn't play as good as they could have. Um, so, look, I, I think Rabbitohs, I think they can take some positives out of that. I, I know it was a really bad first 70, but sometimes just being in the game is all that matters. Mm. You know, being in the game, somehow defending those sets. Um, now the storm. Thoughts on the storm? Oh, we'll talk a little bit about Ilias. Do you, where do you think he's at right now, Ilias? Yeah, uh, mate, the, the thing is with them is that they've got such a tough draw to start. Mm. I mean, mate, I think, <laughs> Maddie, you'd probably know it off your top of your head. I think they've got Chooks this week, then I think they go Manly Penrith. Yeah. Or something. Not, not Manly, but yeah, Chooks, then Penrith. Yeah, Chooks, Eels then Penrith. As well. Chooks and Penrith. You'd yeah. probably pay to play Manly next week if you're South Sydney, yeah, realistically. Yeah. Yeah, good game. Chooks, Penrith. Then Dragons, Bulldogs, Tigers, then Manly. Yeah, so it's a tough start. I mean, yes, they're, they're hanging in games, they're doing well, but, mate, I still reckon there's a good chance we get to week five and they're 0-4. Could you imagine? Gonna... Holy, the pressure. Um, look, he, he, you know, he had some poor kicks or whatever, but I can see it. I can see mm. the, the class, you know, mm. there were times, if you actually go and watch his highlights, he did a really good, um, squared a lot of defences up really well. He gets well. deep into the line nicely, yeah, he gets does. It, and that's half the battle yeah, as a half. It is. Honestly, it's half the battle. As soon as he can, like his kicking game was pretty good the week before. I actually think that some people that are already crucifying the kid, 
I think that's absolute insanity. I can see the class there. Is there a worse situation to come into as a young halfback than replacing Adam Reynolds in a team that's not coached by Wayne Bennett anymore? Like, does <laughs> exactly history tell right. us that exactly there's anything right. harder to do? Yeah. I, I was always of the mind, I was surprised that they were so willing to just go, yep, he's the man up next. I actually probably would have gone in the market for an experience. I mean, I know they did with Milford eventually, but earlier when we knew that Reynolds wasn't staying, I would have immediately gone into the market for a half like a Hastings or any of those boys that are more experienced that you can chuck in there for six to 12 months and allow Ilias to like maybe play 14, get some experience. But I don't, like a lot of people were very negative on him. Yes, one or two errors or, you know, poor kicks, but I, I think I can see the class there. It's a big game, man. That's mm. a big game for a half to, to step up in. Uh, the one thing I, I always said about South in the off season that, you know, like I think they'll drop back a little bit, but I think at worst they finish six or something because I think there's enough teams at the bottom that they'll beat everyone. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure if there is any more. Mm. I think the gap is really close. That's my concern. Yeah. My concern, if this is the Rabbitohs last year, you can guarantee they'll yeah. 100% yeah. make the eight. This year, my concern is, is the table is squeezed up so much. I mean, you've got the Raiders beating the Sharks, the Sharks beating the Eels, and it wasn't in some, like, fluky fashion. Like, this was a good grinding out win. And so I actually think the middle of the table is going to be hectic this year. It's going to be insane. I, someone messaged me the other night and said, who's your bottom four now? And I just went, I've got no idea. Yeah, even the, oh, like, the Bulldogs look good. Yeah, The Bulldogs look good. The Broncos look good. Like, look really good. Year of the ambush. I hope it stays like this. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But so even good. with Ilias, if you look at Reynolds, like what was his biggest attributes to South? It was his kicking game. It was mm. his game management. So really, I'm just hyper-focused talking to Ilias and coaching him, just saying, mate, keep taking it to the line. Mm. Feed Latrell good ball out the back. Yeah. Nail your kicking game. We can't even afford to have one shitty kick in that game. Yeah. Like if he just focuses on those things, let Cody come alive, like he's going to have a good, successful transition. But yeah. If you're trying to pin things on him that are big plays, big moments, that's probably the wrong way to go. So just yeah. ro- like nail down his role, and if they focus on that, I think he's got the skills. And I'll oh, just add in too, keep in mind with him, he's been playing reserve grade for the last two years when reserve grade kind of hasn't existed. Hasn't existed he yet. hasn't played as much rugby league yeah. as he should have the last two years. So I sound like I'm making every excuse for this under the book, but I think it is his reality that you need to be patient with so him. Absolutely, you've got to be patient with him. I, I, I know there were some errors, but I actually saw a lot of class there. Yeah, A lot of things. Tell. Yeah, you can tell yeah. that he's a step above most kids his age mm. right now. Uh, I would, if I'm to speaking to Ilias, I would be real concerned. I would just say, mate, be conservative. Like, mm, yeah, exactly. don't get that extra 10 metres on the kick. Just just be conservative. Just put it in there. Uh, the grubber, be conservative. Be conservative in, in your entire game. Just yeah, simplify everything. Simplify everything. 100%. You, we, we have so many guns that you don't need to make the huge play yet. You know, when you get more mature, we'll ask that of you. But right now, be super conservative. If you're going for a, a long kick, instead of, you know, trying to pinpoint it like on a dime in that, you know, just make sure that it stays in mm. and we can we can get into the, the, the grind of things. So, yeah, I, I actually, I, I'm really positive on Elias. I think that although, like, he's not, he didn't set the world alight, there's definitely touches of class there in I a think tough if, situation. If South make one of those plays on the left edge counter in that game and they win, a lot less people are <laughs> complaining about Elias yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah absolutely. A, yeah. And also, like, even Reynolds wasn't the complete package when he was fucking 19 or whatever. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, he's still fucking really good. But now, um, on to the storm. What did you think about that, the great Shandoril? Mate, I thought, uh, look, I thought the Sinbins had a big influence. I thought there was also two disallowed tries uh, in that early period. So 
it could have run away, but typical to the storm, you think, I think they either start poorly, come home strong, mm. or they start all right, and then the brakes can be taken off. I thought it was interesting to observe, like, the effect that no Welsh, no Finucane are going to have. And the mm. boys did well. I think Bromwich and Nelson were strong, but a couple of drop balls put everyone in a tough position. But yeah, I was just impressed with, really impressed with Coates. Paps and Munster were standouts for me. Money looks unreal. Like, he looks like when he played fullback, just athletic, fit, he's mm. everywhere. Harry did a great job. Um, but, yeah, overall, I thought they were okay. But, yeah, it could, it could have been a lot closer. Kicking as well. Like, the game could have been one on goal kicking alone, yeah, yeah. just getting some conversions. But, um, yeah, it's interesting times for the Storm. Just wondering how, how those main players that are the glue of the team, how uh, their lack of contribution is going to affect the Storm over mm. the next couple of weeks. they got some decent games coming up too. Yeah, massive games. What do you, what do you reckon? Yeah, I I love that like that, that try that Cameron Munster scored. Like yeah, respectfully yeah. to him, there's not a hope in hell he would have scored that last year. Mm. If if you just watch him when Grant goes through, he, has he to takes work, off. He take he goes off between three or four guys. Like Munster last year would have been standing back on the forty meter watching that. <laughs> well, he, wouldn't he, wouldn't have, he wouldn't have caught him. Yeah. He wouldn't he have caught him. him. I was no, going to say no. he wouldn't have the physical capability yeah. to catch him. Yeah, and yeah, and like he didn't have an easy line there. He had to beat. He had to go around guys. He had to then change his angle. So it was great to see. I thought Grant was. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, Fuck me, he's good. And it's like, you know, I mean, Hughes was also great, but he just didn't have the huge highlights. So, so no one talks about mm. him. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, th- I thought Nass was really good. He's just. A couple of errors. Yeah. He, he needs to get those. Er- like, yeah. whether he's ready or not, the Melbourne Storm need him to not have those errors now because absolutely. of these injuries. Because I, I think he's going to be the deciding factor for Melbourne this year. Yeah, he's so important with losing yeah. guys like what's. You know, it's easy to say now, hindsight's a, a beautiful thing, but fuck, they could use Finucane right now. Oh, oh my God, they could Penne, use Penne, Max King, they could, if they just had one of any yeah, of them, it would be... Those sort of players. I think I think that that cheese to Roosters has actually hurt them a lot more than they would let on because it's from the outside looking in with no evidence whatsoever, it seemed like... They said to Finucane, look, you go get your contract. And because 100% they thought that happened. they were keeping the cheese. 100%. And so in a world where in a world where they don't, they let's say they don't think they're keeping the cheese, I think Finucane stays. Agree. They had to make a decision. Yeah. They had to make had a tough decision. Someone had to be sacrificed. Yep. It was tough, but it yeah. could have been avoided. And now they're sitting there going, you know what? Fuck, we could use Finucane right now. So it shows that even the storm aren't immune to those really tough calls. Mm. And sometimes we get them wrong. Get him wrong. Like, not get him wrong because Cheese isn't good, because Cheese decided to go somewhere else, which is well within his rights. Like, full respect to him. But you want to hear a crazy stat from this game? Rabbitohs, 55% possession. They had more possession. Wow. They actually beat the Storm in nearly every key stat. They had more total sets. They had equal completed sets. They had more runs. They made more meters. They made more post-contact. They had more line breaks. Had more tackle breaks. More kick return meters. Um... They missed less tackles and had uh, conceded less penalties. So th- that's where yeah, I, what I mean with, that. like, I, was, I actually take a lot out for the Rabbitohs in that mm. game to think that they, def- they actually beat the Storm in nearly everything except the, the, um, the, score, the scoreboard. And I also take a lot out for the Storm where those old gritty uh, principles that they've always had, it's good to see that they're definitely still there. They find a way. We had some questions this off-season as to has the culture been impacted so much because we're seeing these off-field issues that we've never seen before. I think they've confirmed in the last two weeks, culturally, they're still absolutely got what they need. Now it's about execution. It's about can they execute the way they used to 
Um, and I think that these first two games, it absolutely hasn't clicked yet for the Storm. Mm. It's just been their good culture and their good... Not Culture's a bad word because it's so vague. Standards. Their standards have gotten through the game. Even though they may be playing really poorly in attack for large periods of time, they don't allow themselves to take shortcuts in defense and let games go. So... Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Again, the, the beautiful thing with the Storm is they have actually played pretty poorly first two rounds and they're still 2-0. Yeah. And their spine, bro. Like, it's going to be hard when game on the line oh. for them not to get it done. Like, who's going to yep. – Harry Grant's going to come out. Mm. Hughesy's got to try and yeah. – Paps, Munster. Like, these are guys who yep. can literally break a game if they need to. So, and, and also like just too special. It's, um, Grant has been at the club for a while, but he hasn't played much NRL 80 minutes at hooker or 70 minutes at hooker with Munster, Hughes, and Pappen Hughes. Yeah. So – when they clicked on the weekend, it was, like, beautiful. You could see the whole game just, like, change and the mm. Storm were just running right. And then, like, then they'd lose their groove a little bit, find their way again. So, yeah, I think it's really good signs. Um, one player, and I messaged you about it, and I know you're also high on him, Alec McDonald. How fucking good is he? Yeah. For a bloke that was in Q Cup. It's Mate, he hasn't played Q Cup. He's playing under 20s up there. Really? He hasn't right, played Q right. Cup he couldn't get, But he didn't have a contract or Did anything. He went down, like you guys always take a heap of guys. Is yeah. it to Geelong or something? Yeah, Geelong camp. Like, yeah. like 30 extra blokes and two or three of them get contracts or whatever. But yeah, it's cool. He's come from absolutely he's nowhere. He's tough, isn't he? Yeah. Tough. And he's not that yeah. big, but he nah. runs him I and Trent Leoro. Is it Yeah, Lioro? Trent Leoro's a gun too. Young kid, gun. but tough yep. too. Tough. Well, yeah, he, Craig said last week after the game that if you, if he said, if you told me Alec McDonald was playing in round one, I'd laugh at you. Yeah. So good. But he just came out and I, I think he'll be in the side every week. Yeah. He's one of my like favorite like um smoky players yeah. where no one knows who he is, has no right to be there. He's not he doesn't look that big, he doesn't look that fast, but he fucking rips right in, constantly gets quick play the balls, goes all day. Um I and they've really got like, three or four of those guys. Yep. I, I put um Tommy Eisenhuth in the exact same yeah, exactly. category. And you know you know who he the like Alec McDonald semi-ish reminds me of and Trent Leoro to a degree is like a, a young Finucane that you know didn't have all the natural ability but just trained all the way into this absolute beast and you can see his impact um, on the weekend for the Sharkies but I'm just going to get uh, Alec McDonald and Trent Leoro's stats up here uh, Alec McDonald 23 minutes uh, 7 runs 71 metres so that's 10 metres yeah. every single run uh, he had 16 tackles 2 misses but that's 23 minutes mm. He basically, yes, he had every run he had was 10 metres and he made 16 tackles, one offload. Uh, Trent Leoro, 27 minutes, 69 metres, 22 tackles, one offload. Like, that's a great knock from your bench. Great you know? Against the grand finals. Yeah, against the grand finalist and the momentum was like starting yeah. to swing. Uh, so for a bench that, you know, and this is absolutely no disrespect to their bench, but, you know, they're a bunch of rookies that you don't really know. Like, Wishart barely played nine. 
Um, you know, we only got five minutes, but that's not a known bench. And if you said like, you compare them to the great Storm sides, that's a, a very rookie bench. Usually, mm. think about when the Storm won the premiership. Guess who they're a fucking oh, bench? Oh, the bench was ridiculous. Tino, yeah. Nas, Cheese, and one other bloke. Um, what, Nico? Yeah, it was Nico. And he Nico. didn't get on, yeah. yeah. And, like, you've got, and there's blokes that are getting left out of that bench. That team, like your Tui's, yep. your Tom Eisenhuis, like these yep. guys. But that, back to the point about culture, only the Storm are doing this. Yeah, only the sure. Storm are bringing in unknown players. Yep. Panthers are starting find, to, yeah, to a degree. And they find a role. Um, to think that, so Nico Hines has got, like, think about this bench. Nico Hines has gone on to be the key player at the Sharks. Uh, Tino is now the captain, captain. of the Titans. Um, Nass is, you know, Nass. And who was Shosh the other Shadow one? Shadow might not be the captain of Canary, but he's the main voice. For yeah, he's the main voice there. He's the main voice. Um, so, yeah. So, you, what? Tino, Nas. Cheese. Cheese. And, yeah, Cheese, sorry. Cheese is, you know, one of the best. He won Dallium, Dallium Hooker, and he's going to go to the Roosters. At, yeah, it's incredible. So, <laughs> things need to click for the Storm. Uh, positive is they still got the job done. But I think for both sides, you know, it, it was poor for 70 minutes, but that last 10 was incredible. And... Yes, Latrell missed three conversions. If you want to focus on that, you can focus on that. When the game was on the line, the big fella said, Oi, boys, boys, I'll sort you out here. Mm. Boom, left foot, 45 metres out. Unreal. You know what's crazy? He's done it before for the Roosters. After missing those conversions. And that, the, the ball was spinning sideways. So mate, I don't know what was going on, but what, he made up for it with that 45. That's why you're paying the big bucks. 100%. It, like, that, what's... I understand people are like, oh, well, if you had scored the three conversions, yep, I get you, I get you. But when the big moments happen, he always delivers. He always ices it. He did it with the Roosters when they beat him by one point. He does it, he's done it in Origin plenty of times, especially in his debut Origin series. Um, he was essentially player of the series with Tommy last time. Uh, the grand final, guess who was the flick pass? It was Luttrell. He's just, fuck, man, he's a big game player. Mm. Um, so he's got all the raps he should for that, absolutely. But I think Pappy... It's gone like under because of the Latrell field goal. Yeah, we're not it was talking forty-five meters. Yeah, Pappy stepped a blow. Yeah, and, to and hit nailed it on the fly. That's hard. On the fly, mate. and you got to remember, Pappy felt at the start of the game he didn't have the confidence in his ankle to goal kick. Yeah, that's and right. he did that at the end of the game in the eighty-six or whatever. Like, mate, what a fucking guy. He's so clutch, Pappy. He is so. He I mean, is. they both are. They really both are. Like. 45 metres, two-point field goal after you've just fucking after sprayed three kicks. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, come on. That's, that's big fucking that's balls. Good, big, man. big balls. Um, now, uh, we'll get on to anything else you wanted to add to that, that game? Oh, I just want to give there? Josh King a shout-out. Yeah. Played 67 minutes the yeah, other day. Yeah, solid. Yeah, went big. 50 tackles, 100 metres. Uh, he's very uh, Dale Finucane to me. Yeah, yeah, mm. true. Good, good, good. Shout I just out. think the underrated highlights of that is that defence of Coates and Ollum. Yeah, the two PNG boys. I don't know if people truly understand. Like you see, Olam just take these cannonball runs, but he's so smart, mm. so much smarter than people think in terms of his defense. If you actually watch him, the way he moves, it's unreal. And he's I, got a bachelor in physics, bro. He does. He's, he's actually bro. super smart. But the way he moves in defense, it's like poetry. Yeah. But I was really keen to watch Coates play, like properly watch him after last year. I just don't feel like he ever really got nurtured and mentored mm. with his defense. So I think he made a lot of plays, as you guys said. We were inches away from. Seeing maybe three South tries on the yep. left side, literally, yep. and the rest, Inches. yeah. Um, which is again, if they if if Cody Walker keeps getting tackled or the balls not get to him, that's concerns. But if you're an inch out, that's just rusty. That's just a little bit rusty. 